tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. You are listening to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Afia Levi. We're going to invite Jen of Woke by Accident podcast to this great discussion today. She is a uh, great host of the forefront of uh, <laughs> not the forefront. That's my show of uh, Woke by Accident, and we're gonna have a quick discussion to talk about our show. So let's try to call her. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again. Announcement for your call cannot be completed. Let's try that again. Hello. Hey, Jen. All right. No more phone tag. Awesome. Awesome. How you doing? Oh, so I'm pretty good. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing great. Thank you for joining up with me on this discussion. You know, Jen, we previously had a lot of different episodes that we've done together on your show as well as mine, but we never had a chance to sit down and talk with you and, you know, get to know you and ask you questions about your show, what inspired you and stuff like that. So if you would kind of introduce yourself and your radio show that you have, your podcast. For sure. And thank you for allowing me the opportunity and so I am Jen Washington, and I am the host and creator of the Woke by Accident podcast. It is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. And essentially, it is a news commentary show. And also, it features a lot of unique guests who have the opportunity to come on to promote their podcast or book and share um, the the intention is to give a uh, amplification to stories that don't have as much tension in the media. I was inspired. Uh, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> so. How long have you been podcasting? Yeah, actually, I'll be celebrating my second anniversary, second year anniversary at the end of the month here. So two years in the game. Nice. Awesome. Is podcasting something that you've always had an interest in doing, or is it something new that you picked up as a hobby? What what started your interest in podcasting in general? Yeah, so I was actually inspired to start the podcast after the tragic events of the George Floyd death and the reopening of the Mike Brown case, which occurred in my hometown. St. Louis, Ferguson area, and so with these events going on, I saw opportunity to learn how to create a podcast in 30 days on Instagram. So I responded to an offer for this self-paced course, and I signed up. I knew that I wanted to talk about social justice because of all the feelings and um, thoughts that I had about what was going on with Mike Brown's case being reopened from 2014 all the way to 2020, which is when it got reopened in May of 2020, right when the George Floyd death occurred. And it just really impacted 
the community, all the communities across the country, and I was impacted, and I wanted to have a voice about these types of events that we keep seeing, and so the podcast was the appropriate and timely way to address these matters in my own unique way. Wow, that's amazing. That is really interesting. Um, I wanted to ask you, because when when that situation happened, it like rocked the whole nation. And, you know, being that you're from Missouri, how did that impact you in and in what ways? Yeah, definitely. Back in 2014, when the original situation occurred, the death of Mike Brown in August of 2014, everyone in St. Louis heard about it, like literally word of mouth before it even hit the news. You know, we just knew that something went down and there was a young man laying in the street for four hours. Like, literally, everybody heard about it and the word got around town. Like, all of the different neighborhoods, all of the different counties, everybody knew about it. And so people wanted to go there and see. So this big crowd, like, you see these crowds on the news. And so, you know, went there and saw what was going on. I'm a part of a lot of organizations that wanted to help and do something. And so was able to contribute to the community through some of the organizations that I'm a part of. And also, more importantly, I got involved in the campaign to remove the prosecuting attorney that um, was responsible for not allowing any charges get filed against Sarah Wilson the first go-round. And so um, that was pretty powerful. And we really thought that that would help get charges the second time around. Um, However, we were successful, but we did get a black man in that seat that was held for 27 years by a white man who, although he was a Democrat, he did not have the African-American community interest at heart. And that's really interesting because we always see how a lot of the times these um, situations that occur amongst our community ends up uh, revealing deeper um, pathologies and diff- different thought processes of those that are in leadership and in power. And what I find quite interesting when I heard about the story is that the um, investigator from St. Louis that um, arrived, the medical examiner, I believe, came like around 230 and Mike Brown's body was removed around 4 p.m., you know, and a lot of yeah. local resident residents were like pissed, like they were criticizing the so-called authorities for leaving this young man's body in the street for more than four hours. And it's demeaning, it's disrespectful. Even they even made a note of yeah. that on Wikipedia in, in a encyclopedia now, you know, it's documented now that they had no regard for this person. How did that make you feel getting this, um, you know, promoting a brother into a position of authority where he can address our concerns? So it made us feel hopeful. Like we literally knocked on doors, walked up and down the street, you know, passed out furniture and we were at his campaign office and we just really, um, you know, we're working with the family and just, really all in tune. It was a truly grassroots effort. He didn't have a whole lot of, you know, financial backing like the other party, but because we really, that that case is what really got him in office. He knows that he really does. 
So that's why it was so disappointing, you know, all these years later, at the urging of the family to reopen this case, reopen this case, he does it, and he rules that he did not find, or he ruled that the officer was justified in the shots which killed Mike Brown because he charged at him or because of, you know, some type of physicality. But however, he was unarmed. He did not have a knife or gun or anything. You know what I mean? And it's just really bizarre to me that you can't find any charge to um, place in that particular scenario. Right. And and what's interesting about that is it shows a deep pervasiveness in how these stories uh, get reported and how, you know, there's a lot of uh, hush and cover up over these things because yeah. the United States does not want to portray itself as a racist country in America, in the world. You know, they want to give the international outlook of a place of freedom, of a place of integrity. However, we see a lot of stories that occur that are the brush under the rug, you know, like stories like Sandra Bland, where a traffic violation ends up with this woman dying, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to see that you um, not only do your podcast, but you take a step further in being involved in like activism and um, different community efforts, because we have a lot of people that just talk on the internet, you know, what differentiates yeah. you from, from the talkers? Oh, no, I understand. So yeah, that's, you know, that was like the beginning. And like, that was even before the thoughts of the podcast, you know, back in 2014, it was just like, it, it had to be there. It was necessary. It, you know, I was compelled to do this, you know, work, um, which, you know, I'm in, doing a lot of different types of community type of work with my organizations and volunteerism. That's just who I am. But um, yeah, definitely when it comes to matters of voting and it's so important, especially in these local or um, in the, I guess, elections that are not just for the president. Those elections are the ones that matter. This is the one, you know, had the, you know, it, it made a big difference in who it, it makes the decision. But anytime you're going against the police, you know, we're trying to get a conviction on a police officer, the police, and the attorneys work hand in hand every day. So, you know, if you're looking to prosecute an officer, you really, you know, they're expecting everything to be in a bow. Otherwise, it's going to be very hard and difficult to try to get charges on an officer. And we've seen that, like you mentioned, in a few cases right there. You know, time and time again, it's really hard. But um, yeah, activism is definitely in my heart and spirit. There's definitely more with more than one way to get involved. You know, don't always have to take it to the streets and you know march up and down. There's different ways. There's uh, circulating petitions. It's something that I have done for different uh, efforts. And so I think it's important to share the different ways that you, as a listener and viewer, can get involved from right where you are. Yes, definitely. And it's important for the listeners to always take an impact in their communities and um, help others to reveal some of the things that are going on in society. Um, mm -hmm. You've had a lot of episodes and a lot of guests on your shows. Can you talk a little bit about 
Uh, tell me about some of the guests that you've had, the different interviews and some of the uh, groundbreaking uh, uh, discussions you've had on, on your show. Yeah, interesting. I'll be approaching uh, 100 episodes soon. Not quite there yet, but yeah, getting pretty close. And it's funny, you know, it wasn't intended to be a type of show with guests and everything because we were in the pandemic when I launched. But as, um, the, you know, they would do stories or episodes covering these topics, you know, it uh, made sense to get, you know, other people's opinions or thoughts in the matter or just wanting to reach out and, and can make those connections and share those connections. And so people would reach out to me and I felt compelled to reach out to a few people that I wanted to share the story. There was a young man that um, had spent 12 years in prison for a crime he didn't commit from California that I connected with on a social media app, Clubhouse. And I heard him speaking about his experience in a room and had did a little research to, you know, just, authenticate the matter and so reached out to him and I actually had him on twice to talk about the um, prison reform efforts that he does and so passionate about um, in California and I have had some authors on sharing how they have you know taken this story from an idea to actually fruition and you know whether they went through Amazon or self-publishing and the value of how people can do that. I've had some business coaches on to show how they took a leap of faith leaving corporate America and having that faith and belief in themselves and knowing that they they create wealth for themselves and don't have to be tied to uh, office environment and can still make a living for themselves. And so I just really, um, really has made some really interesting connections and I've been glad to share that uh, information, really great information and uh, knowledge with the listeners. Definitely. And you've had quite a few guests that have brought interesting perspectives and good insight. Was there any particular episode that stood out for you um, in regards to like just having a guest on there, what particular episodes stand out the most for you? Yeah, and so um, there has been, and I've even had, you know, I'm not into big names or anything like that. Most of the time, it's just a regular person. But if they just had, you know, hearing their perspective and their story, um, we've had some really great um, conversations covering timely. Uh, subject matters, the Amon Aubrey matters and updates that we've, uh, you know, shared to the audiences have been impactful, I feel. And so I appreciate those episodes and um, had a white gentleman on who was a social media influencer and had been doing a lot of important activism work in California about mental health and bipolarism and uh, advocating for people with disabilities and he shared about his perspective and he considers himself an ally and shared stories of you know uh, calling out acts of racism in his own circle and so that was an interesting conversation to share Um, I definitely uh, want to give 
the black perspective, but I'm glad that I uh, had diversity in that moment and included, you know, other um, ethnicities to share the conversation because it is about conversations advancing race relations. And if you're going to have those conversations, you definitely will need to sit down with someone of the other race at some point. Right, definitely. And I think that's important and impactful because a lot of times you'll have where some feel like it's socially uncouth or taboo to talk about some of these issues that we face because for some people it's still fresh in their mind and there's like a level of fragility or agitation when it comes to talking about that. And some people outright just don't want to discuss matters of race anyway, like you know, mm-hmm. people trying to protest against critical race theory or the 1619 yeah. project. But it's important to look at those perspectives because a lot of times people think that the United States just magically appeared in 1776. <laughs> you know, it, it goes as far back as 1492 in Columbus. So between that time frame, you know, how America was established, it was established through through. You know, um, not necessarily great uh, aspirations for people that weren't Caucasian. Um, so it's good to see someone that from a different uh, background that's willing to discuss this matter, willing to get into these uh, topics with you. Yes, definitely. So what are some um, new projects or aspirations that you would like to see for your show? So I am. Um, focusing or incorporating visual video episodes of the podcast is always uh, available on the audio streaming platforms. But this season, for season four, you will see more video episodes. So I'm happy about that and also have been in talks to collaborate with a independent YouTube network um, to share my episodes there. So once that those details are determined. I will share that publicly as well. Nice. Awesome, Jen. Great conversation. I'm glad that you're uh, discussing this because it'll give opportunities for those that are not familiar with this particular genre of podcasting from our community to touch on something that's really socially uh, uh, missing. Cause a lot of people like entertainment, sports, music, you know, cooking podcasts and a lot of stuff, but it's it's uh, not a lot of history and a lot of uh, socially conscious material. So I'm glad that you have this niche talking about this. Um, as far as reaching out, um, is there uh, what ways can a listener reach out to you and how can they contact you? Oh, for sure. And so... There is a website. It is www.wokebyaccident.net. And we're available on the social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook under Woke by Accident Podcast. Do you have an email? Oh, yes. Um, and then we also have wokebyaccident at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen, for being a part of the conversation. I'm your host, Levi, of the Forefront Radio. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch us always airing on Facebook, YouTube. Please contribute 
Two Gens podcast. Please give us support, whether it's financially, whether it's for equipment, whether it's just a comment, five stars on the podcast. You know, do everything to support the efforts because this gives more access to people that may not be familiar with different stories that impact the community of the diaspora. Thank you so much, Jen, for being a part of the show. I appreciate you so much. Oh, for sure. You have a great day. Thank you. Tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. Hey, my friend. You have just listened to The Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio-quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L-L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes.